to Breaking the Cycle of Poverty featuring Jay Height, Executive Director of Shepherd Community Center in Indianapolis. For the past 36 years, Shepherd has served its neighbors on the Near East side of Indianapolis by providing a range of services and support designed to end generational poverty. My name is Tim Swearens and I'm your host for these conversations that explore why poverty remains such a persistent problem in the United States and how each of us can help our neighbors break the cycle of poverty. Today's episode focuses on the Shalom Project, a groundbreaking initiative that Shepherd launched seven years ago to bring together social services, ministry, public safety, and medical services to meet neighbors' needs where they live, whether that's a home, an apartment, or on the streets. Jay, what is the Shalom Project and how does it work? Well, it's, it's a unique idea that we had here at Shepherd to use what is generally two of the first responders, a police officer and a paramedic, teaming them up in a unique partnership and in a partnership between Shepherd and the city. Our police officer, Adam, is a reserve officer. He works full-time for us. Uh, the paramedic is a paramedic with EMS uh, Eskenazi, and uh, we have him assigned here and we share him with them at times he's also a SWAT paramedic and has sometimes he gets called into other activities but this team is really the tip of the spear it is for us as I've said many times the challenge to our city that we see in a lagging indicator of violence or of abuse uh, or or um, other frequent 911 callers, it really comes down to loneliness. And so we want to connect to people who feel like no one is able to connect. And so we've utilized this. When, when Adam and Shane started, I said, here's your, your job description. It comes from the TV show Cheers, where everyone knows your name. And I challenged them to get to know our neighbors by name and allow the neighbors to know their names. So the so the approach of a ministry working in such close relationship and partnership with a police officer and a paramedic and with the city government, that's that's very innovative and unique. Where did the vision for that come from? Well, I think it's understanding we've had a long history here of, in our 30-plus years of existence of working with the city and working with um, IMPD and working with EMS. Uh, these are folks who are responding in our neighborhoods. And for those of us who live, work, and worship here, we want to have positive relationships. Our neighbors love them. Uh, you know, there's been some challenge in recent years, but what we know is that our neighbors appreciate uh, the majority of the officers and, and those in public safety who are doing excellent jobs, who love their jobs and love their neighbors. So we've heard a lot about community policing in recent years around the country. Uh, the Shalom Project is community policing in its, its truest form. What can state and local leaders learn from this initiative? Well, you know, we just commissioned, thanks to a, a grant from a local foundation, to hire a professor to document that. We've had some great anecdotal stories, and and I could share some of those. But We, we want to hear more about those later, yes. Yeah, yeah. But the... But the we need to be able to show this is really making a difference. And so he is documenting that, looking at the fact that this neighborhood's uh, number of frequent 911 overutilizers has been reduced, that we can point the families that uh, individuals who had in the past been calling 911 time after time after time, and that's not happening anymore. And so that means their quality of life has improved. It also means that we're saving taxpayer dollars 
and we're allowing our first responders to respond to the true crisis. Yeah. Is the Shalom Project something that can be replicated in other communities? Yeah, we, we've been having conversations with the city of how we could do that across the city. We've had lots of conversations with cities all across the United States that have looked at it and want to understand it. There's other cases where they're putting uh, social workers or mental health workers with police officers. We're the only ones who put a police officer and a paramedic. Uh, what I say is they both open the door, but they together they change the conversation. And so we're able to help them uh, as the tip of the spear determine what the needs are. Many times other officers or ambulance crews or firefighters will call and say, hey, you need to follow up on this. This is more on what you guys do. And they can average 28 minutes on a scene with someone where many other folks, they're just stacked up and they're four and five minutes and running to the next crisis. So we have the opportunity to do a better job of determining what that crisis really is. And many times it's social work that allows us to bring the other areas of Shepherd's a great team to bear. I love to hear stories from Shane and, and Adam about what they've experienced while while interacting with neighbors and, and the real difference that they're making. Uh, share some of those stories with our listeners. Yeah, I, I think of one individual. Uh, when he was sober, he was a great guy, and the neighbors loved him, and his wife loved him. Uh, when alcohol became part of, the, of his life, it was not a good situation. And so we would work with him and they Adam and Shane just they were great I'll call him Bob and they they just took care of Bob and got him into treatment and got him into the hospital got him healthy and and things were doing better uh, and then he, occasionally he'd have a relapse and all of a sudden he'd start calling 911 again and they would be out to to do the, uh, to deal with him well finally they made the decision okay listen we're gonna stop this and we knew he didn't have a car so he would go around the neighborhood to buy alcohol. And so they literally went around to the bars and to the uh, liquor stores and said, please don't sell alcohol to him. Uh, you're, it's killing him and we need to stop. And they agreed. And so uh, he would tell them he hated them. <laughs> uh, but he, uh, he, he has since passed away, but he died a different person because of these extra efforts. And these are individuals who all of a sudden know Officer Adam. They know Medic Shane, and these become friends and people in their lives. And then uh, when they do pass away in those tragic moments, we can continue to be part of that family's life. And many times we do a lot of funerals here. Um, I think, too, of, uh, of when they, during the summer, they'll take popsicles around, and we call them copsicles, and they stop and give them uh, these popsicles to kids and, and here they are having a good interaction, positive interaction. Um, we've had a couple of situations where it was a life-threatening situation. Someone was severely injured because of violence and normally the ambulance would have to wait until the scene was secure but our crew was able to go in and our officer was able to provide cover while our paramedic worked on those folks and in two cases they saved their lives. Um, and so we see the benefits of that. And I think the story uh, of an individual who was living in the woods because uh, probably illegally had been evicted from their home. Uh, this person was having huge health issues because of living in the woods with the heat, has COPD, and uh, 
they were able to intervene and call one of our great partners, Eskenazi, and so together. Uh, and, and that's a common theme of Shalom. It's shepherd and who are we working with? And in this case, it was Eskenazi, and they've been a great partner for so many years. And we were able to, with one of the outreach workers of Eskenazi, get that individual in a home, in an apartment, and life has changed. Health has improved, and, uh, and we're continuing to engage with that individual. It's things like that where we're, uh, it wasn't something to be taken to the hospital or it wasn't someone to be arrested. But by having a badge and having a medical bag allows us to begin engaging, and then the true issues surface, and, and we're able to intervene. And one of the cool things that Shane and Adam do is, is they, they meet the people's needs where they're at, right? They assess the situation, find out what the person needs, and then it, it doesn't necessarily fit with the job description of a police officer or a paramedic, but they're you know helping them find food, helping them find medical care, housing, all these other sorts of things of needs and that's a really cool aspect of the program yeah i think uh one other story uh, they had a doctor riding with them uh one day and and so periodically they'll have someone ride with them and uh and a guy had taken some medicine and and uh they didn't know there was a it was counteracting and he ends up jumping out of the second floor window and he lands in the dirt head first our, our crew, our team, is driving by at that moment, and within seconds, they're able to begin doing CPR on this individual, stabilize his broken neck, and he lived. You know, what could have been, um, he probably would have died otherwise, but they were able to, to deal with it, and we're thankful for God's timing in those moments. Yes. Uh, they have a lot of those stories. Um, of, of just they happen to be there. But in the neighborhood, folks get to know them. And we have another great partner, an individual who owns a local McDonald's, and he gives them cards, mm-hmm. gift cards. And so they are arrived at a domestic situation. And, and so they were at odds for many reasons. But at this point, neither one was willing to leave because they were both hungry and what food they had in the house they, they wanted. And, and so we were able to give one of the individuals uh, some McDonald's gift cards so that they could go to McDonald's and eat and it diffused the situation and many times they're then carrying in groceries uh, they're delivering fans during the heat of the summer um, they're helping make sure that uh, this elderly couple who has had multiple issues and, and this is I think some of the wonderful stories that demonstrates their heart which I don't know that we always think of but this elderly couple um, our police officer and paramedic team have just loved and cared for and taken them to the hospital when they needed to. One situation, they were dealing with a man, and all of a sudden they realized that the, that the wife uh, was having a stroke, but they were already there, so we were able to respond. But with them both in the hospital, they were worried about one thing, and that was their dog. And Adam, our police officer, took the dog home and kept the dog while they were hospitalized. Uh, you know, this isn't a job for them as it is, it's not for any of us, it's a calling, but they exemplify it with a badge and a medical bag. Yeah. Seven years in, a key lesson or two that, that you've learned along the way? They have a unique giftedness to make this work. They do an amazing job. Um, that we're not gonna police our way out of these issues, but we can use law enforcement as a tool. We can use the paramedic as a tool. 
and we want to continue to create relationships to those folks who maybe don't know how to advocate and or navigate that 911 is their only place for them to go yeah how can people listening to today's episode help i think that uh we would encourage you on our youtube channel there's there's a couple of videos about the the shalom team um, periodically there are things that they need that uh, they carry with them and maybe folks would want to donate as we go into the it's hard to believe tim we're talking about winter but as we go into the winter season we do those little hand warmer things the socks are always precious and they carry these items because sometimes they're engaging with some of our homeless neighbors who are not housed and uh, trying to help them um, so, uh, and, and one of the things I was just talking to someone about today, blankets are going to be very precious this, this winter, yes. uh, with inflation and the impact that is, uh, Adam and Shane, our police officer and paramedic are able to carry blankets with them. Mm-hmm. And for folks who are housed, making sure that they can stay warm when maybe they don't have the money to yes. keep, uh, the utilities at a, at a really warm level. Thank you, Jay. Um, The Shepherd team makes a lasting difference in our neighbors' lives every day in a wide variety of ways, and they couldn't do that work uh, without your support. To learn more about how you can get involved, please visit shepherdcommunity.org. Thank you for listening. Thanks. Thanks.